0: You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight, we'll be taking a look at 2013's horror film, They're coming to get you, Barbara. We're on a mission from God. I'll oh, buy that for a dollar. Welcome to the party, pal. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Man's got to know his limitations. And they mostly come at night. Mostly.
1: What's but a smile on that face? I love the smell of pump in the morning. It smells like victory. This sort of thing has cropped up before, and it has always been due to human error. Are you trying to get me drunk? Yes. Are you here with anyone?
0: No, I'm not.
1: Are you seeing anyone? Sam. He's a lucky guy. Girl. Why isn't she here with
0: you tonight? in pretty late this morning. Feeling okay? Don't even start with that.
1: What seems to be the problem?
0: What the hell is wrong with your eyes? That was the trailer for Contracted. My name's Brian. I am here in the studio today with Mr. Jeremy here. Jeremy, say hello to the people at home.
1: Hello, people at home.
0: Or wherever they are. I guess before we get started, I should say, watch the movie first before you listen to the show, because we are going to spoil this movie straight out of the gate. So if you haven't seen it yet, please watch the film first. That way, you don't have to yell at us. So, hey, Vince, is this the first time you've seen this?
1: Yeah, yeah. Saw it on the list of 20 horror films you could you should catch while they're on Netflix.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. This no this movie is right now currently on Netflix. So, if you want, you should definitely stream it. We'll get into that though. We'll let you know whether we recommend it or not here in just a second. Yeah, this is the first time now, I've fuck seen Fuck that. This. I would recommend it. I like the movie. <laughs> Man, you just just blowing the wad straight out of the gate, man. Well, no, I'm,
1: I'm talking to the people that, that are going to leave when the spoilers are start. Like, spoilers have not started officially yet. So you should watch the movie if you haven't watched it. But if you have watched it, then you know whether you like it or not. So there's no point in
0: recommending it. All right, so Contracted. Uh, let's give these people here the plot of this movie. So it's really simple. Just this chick gets It's either a
1: one-night stand or a rape. And then she she has an STD that eats her from the inside out.
0: Messes up her eye color?
1: Yeah. Gives her some freaky eyes.
0: Insects fall out of her uh female orifices. There's a lot of gross body horror stuff in this film. Not pleasant imagery here. No. I would not recommend it for a date night film though. I can promise you that. Unless you're like, you know,
1: trying your best not to get laid.
0: It's but yeah, I mean, yeah, she slowly starts deteriorating until the point where, I, you know, at the end of the movie, she she goes full fledged zombie, and we get we get to meet some interesting characters along the way.
1: I d- I did find the uh, the character development in the film pretty interesting. I liked that the main character you know had a past, and you learn it. It, it seemed to be a lot more fleshed out characters than a lot of times, and you know, we get in
0: bigger horror films. You're dropped right away, immediately in, into lives that are currently existing with problems that you don't really understand yet.
1: Yeah, I, I liked the way they did that. I, I yeah. thought that was interesting.
0: I really liked that all the characters that we meet at the party, none of them were like like the MILF dudes in American Pie. Like all of them, they're like the you have the Chekhov's gun. Like every character ended up uh, ended up coming back into play later in the movie. I thought that was that was really nice screenwriting. Yeah, I find a lot of horror films just throw in the kill some of the kills in this one seemed a little just thrown in. Well, Yeah, but they, they all, all had happened, purpose though. They all
1: happened like right there together and it's like, "Oh fuck, we didn't kill anybody." So let's
0: Yeah, but they were they were all building to them though. You know what I mean? It's not like they just kind of came out of left field like Well, I don't know. I don't know first no, the first one The,
1: the, the Nikki one kind of came out yeah, of
0: Yeah, the, the first one did. But then like once that happened, you could like, oh, "Okay, Okay, this is the kind of movie. All right, we're let's, here.
1: Let's, let's back up a little bit. Oh yeah, Anybody we, that's listening right now is like, "What the fuck are these two idiots talking about?" <laughs> all right, so this chick, she gets this this STD, right? And well, maybe it, STD. Well, it's it's assumed it's an STD. She got it from this one night of sex, however you want to call it. Right, one night well, stand. One we, got,
0: night. we gotta we we just let's broach this right now because if we don't, we're just gonna be beating around the bush. So we, all right, <laughs> we did a little research.
1: Fucking Netflix says it's a one night stand. <laughs> online,
0: Brian. Yeah. Okay. So we we got online. Some people online. Um, were really mad that Netflix says it was a one night stand. They were clearly because she she does tell the guy. Uh, to stop. We, we should stop. Yeah. And she was drugged, but we don't know that until later in the film. Right.
1: Right. She, I thought they hint at it when he when he hands her the drink. Here's your drink. Did I have a drink? I don't even remember what I was doing. I'm pretty sure I saw you holding. Him. Girls, like, okay, listen, if a guy ever hands you a drink at a party and then you say, I didn't have a drink, and then he says, I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, you should probably you, not know drink. You probably didn't. Knowing is half the battle. Anyway, uh, she wakes up the next day. She's sick. She pre-starts her menstruation. It's very bad. It takes her a while to decide to go to the doctor.
0: Well, you say a while, but the whole movie only takes place in three, well, three days yeah. and a night.
1: Yeah, we got, yeah, but at the same time, like, the moment I'm throwing up blood, I'm headed straight to the doctor. So she, she goes to the doctor, and the doctor says he thinks she has an STD. She's in a relationship, or ending a relationship, with Nikki, the girl Nikki. Um, there's, there's a lot of emphasis put on that she's a lesbian in this movie. Yeah, there is. Um, which to me it came across as like, she's not really a lesbian. She's dating a lesbian. So she's really wanting that identity.
0: I don't think she knows what she wants in her life. I think that's the whole, the whole right. thing. It's
1: like, like she's not really anything other than a recovering junkie. She's a very sad, sad life. So now that you kind of have an idea of what's happening and, which completely goes against what we originally said. Like, if you've already seen it, you can you can listen. You, fuck, you already know what's happening.
0: I don't know how many movies start off with uh, just immediately start off. I mean, the very first scene of this film is some guy—he's having sex with a corpse, with a corpse, with a dead woman. Which I thought was a great shot.
1: I mean, like a great idea. I, I like mean, it's cool tastefully opening.
0: done. I mean, there's nothing. I did. Too graphic. I did kind of wonder disgusting.
1: about the feet position. What I think is, we missed something very important in the moment where he's washing the the vial of
0: something. I will say, I've only seen this movie once, yeah. so I haven't. I have not seen this movie like three or four times. I'm not an expert on this film like, or anything uh, like trust, that. Trust, if if we had seen the movie more, we would sound more like we know what we're talking like, about. Exactly, but like when I first saw that, I was just like, "Is that like some kind of contraceptive that he put in there to finish his man juices in?" Or because it was like it was full of like some kind of like. And so the first thing, the first thing I thought substance. was he
1: he got his cum out and was making sure he didn't get caught fucking the dead chick, so yeah. he cleaned his cum out with this thing and Ugh. But it it's shot tastefully. It's like you're not seeing like <laughs> that's dead right
0: porn. It's just like if Walt if somebody came up to Walt Disney and was like, Hey, I want you to shoot necrophilia. It's, it's a Disney shot without the music and the mice oh man so yeah then we then we get this party scene that we were talking about one thing I do want to uh, mention about, about the in the party when we have the uh, the char- the guy that comes up and Rufy's our main character here
1: and he introduces himself as BJ yeah
0: he does but he's he's out of
1: focus during this time it, it played on my like even as a filmmaker like I knew what was happening but I didn't pay attention to as much as what he said because he was out of focus Yeah, like there's telling me he's not important.
0: But the way they shot it too, like all the angles are very candid. You know, they're always they're always like leaning to one side or the other, so it throws you off like right away. Like you know, like you said too, when he offers her the drink, and of course later we find out there's a drug dealer, the fat the fat drug dealer at the party with the weird facial hair on his face. Uh, I like that dude. I thought he was I thought he was good. We see him, and of course later on he. He provides that uh, that line like, oh yeah, I sold that guy to Rufus. Before you say anything, I may have sold Rufus to a guy named BJ at that party. So. And of course, she, we don't see like what progresses or anything, but of course she ends up in the car with him and uh, we get a really distasteful uh, Titanic callback where <laughs> <laughs> this
1: chick is getting raped in a car. And then she's, you know, moaning and then her hand comes up, Kate Winslet style, against the the steamed glass. But
0: we also get introduced uh, at this party to the awesome character of Alice, who is drunk off her ass right away. I mean, this chick is loaded drunk. Like, she can barely keep her eyes open.
1: Hey, Riley! Sam says if you can eat pussy like a lesbian, then she'll take you for a ride in about an hour or so.
0: Alice, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, come on. He knows I'm kidding. All the women in this in this film are the three main character women, the Nikki and Alice. Oh, no, four. Even the mom, even. Who we haven't even really touched on yet. I thought all of them to be kind of just very self-centered bitches. That's was terrible, but they were they're just not very good people. They were really terrible people.
1: And the one, like, full lesbian that is leading Samantha into the relationship. She yeah. is like the worst one. She's like a total cunt. She's like, "Oh, I... yeah, she's like the abusive dude, right?" Right. She's totally the dude. Like, I've always got somebody to fuck. I'm like, "Why are you here?" Like, if you would to put a dude in that situation, every oh, be, yeah,
0: everybody be like, "This guy's an asshole." Oh, wait, there is one other person. I totally forgot um the Riley, the only like seeming
1: honest good guy in the movie. He he, he seems to honestly like Samantha who we know from, you know, the story of the film. She used to like guys, and now she's ending a relationship with the lesbian Nikki. And then the guy comes up at at lunch, and Nikki's all like, why do guys not understand? They don't have the right parts for you. It's like she's letting them decide her life. Do I know you
0: from somewhere? (laughs) I'm sorry? I've seen you around before. What's your name? Oh, that's me. I'm sorry? She's not interested, mate. Sorry to tell you that. Put it this way. You're not working with the right equipment down there. I don't know if this Nikki character was helping to clean her up or was... Because it seems like she was was at the party and she's like, Oh, I don't want to drink because Nikki will get mad. Which at first and, I thought was just like a possessive thing,
1: and Nikki was like, "I don't want to go out. I just worked late. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be out."
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Nikki is looking out for her a little bit, but she's still a bitch. She's a player. That, that, yeah. Okay, all right. You she's can't. Not, okay, okay, don't play not- a hate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk about some of the stuff that sort of stands out as odd. And I mean, I'll be honest. I don't. I, I usually, what do you mean by odd? Well, like the doctor.
0: Oh, that was awkward. Yeah, this is the director's it was, name, Eric. It was, Eric England. All right, this guy. I don't. I haven't seen any of his other films, but how he shot that that uh, doctor office scene when she first the first time she goes in to see the doctor. I, I thought that was right on the money. Like that's exactly how I feel when I go into the doctor's office.
1: But where it gets a little strange to me is that. And, and and granted, I'm not a I'm not a girl, but it seems no, to me yeah, that women, at the moment that she's like I've got this rash, and he's he's already assumed that she's been sexually active with a man. Seems like he would run some tests instead of just saying, <laughs> "Go home, you have a cold." Wait, no, go home. You have an ear. You have an ear infection yeah, uh, and, a, and a rash. An ear infection, a rash, and a cold. Don't touch anyone
0: and go home. Wait, no, that's the second time, right? The second time he told her, "Easy." Yeah, the second her, times don't touch. anyone. Yeah. the
1: first time she's free to touch anybody.
0: Well, dude, after the first, uh, the the first one, like she should have gotten some blood work or something. But the second one, the second time she goes to the doctor's day three, which day three of three. So this is the <laughs> when you get that flash. I,
1: I thought that was funny. I'll, I, Mr. England. Uh, cred on that i think i, I got a kick out of that
0: what i liked about it was it was like day three pause fade in of oh, three, three. <laughs> i like <laughs> I that mean,
1: that's such like classic this is it motherfucker it's
0: over so she she's got like one bloodshot eye and then the other eyes and
1: this isn't just bloodshot i mean this is like oh yeah no it's like red contact demon possessed eye yeah it's like it looks like it's like Filling up with blood, and she's got this rash that's like looks like her skin's dead from the waist down. It looks,
0: it's gangrene, bro. Um,
1: she it, at least at one point has sat on the toilet and looked like.
0: Oh, that's disturbing.
1: Perhaps organs, pieces of.
0: You're talking about the diarrhea scene. She's peeing. Yeah, and you, yeah she, you
1: can hear it like peeing, and oh. it's like it, you know, it's the it changes from the sound of pee to vomit.
0: Mm. I'm not gonna lie, that was gross. A lot of this movie is gross, though.
1: Well, that's the that's the fun part of
0: it. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's true.
1: And if you're watching this movie and and you don't go Ugh, at some point, then you're not enjoying it. But that doctor visit was one of the moments that I was like, oh, you know, I don't buy that. Like, I I I understand she's wanting to protect her her relationship with Nikki. She doesn't want this one night stand to get out. She's ashamed of. Um, even letting herself get into that situation, whether it's a one-night stand or a date rape, um, she wants Nikki to never find out she was with a guy. Because when Nikki finds out, it's like, you were with a guy? A man?
0: Because she is a total man-hater.
1: Right. So, I mean, I understand that Samantha does not want this to get out, but at the same time, if... I can't think of anyone that would have parts of their body and 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 blood pouring out of their orifices that would not mention it to the doctor.
0: Is, is there anything you can give me? Uh, antibiotics, cream, anything.
1: Anything I would give you can be had over the counter. The real treatment will happen once I can identify what this is. So what do I do? Do not come into contact with anyone until we can determine what it is we're dealing with.
0: The first visit I loved. Like I was on point I was on board with the first the yes. second one i that's the one I'll i percent like, oh, agree with you on. The
1: first visit I thought it was great. The uncomfortableness, the Yeah, I thought they captured w- that really well. When the doctor turns around, he's like, Have you been sexually active? And she you can tell she doesn't want to answer this. Like, who are you? Well let's take a look and
0: Yeah, I mean like But the second one is like any doctor in his right mind, like any person that would have I'm seen seeing her... I'm like,
1: quarantine. Yeah. Um EDR. Like, ER. I mean, it's
0: bright light, too. It's not like the rest of the movie where she's, right. like, trying to trick people or she's wearing sunglasses. Like, she fucking takes her sunglasses off and you see her eyes are fucked up. You see her face is fucked up. Like, she's got a decaying lip. I mean, she by that point, a tooth uh. had,
1: like, come out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, to me, like... She you, gets total
0: brundle fly on I mean, us.
1: To me, you leave that scene out and you maybe even just... I'm waiting on test results.
0: Wish we'd gotten some kind of payoff with the doctor other than the fact that, like, yes, I'm a medical professional and I'm recognizing something's wrong with you. I didn't, I didn't feel like that first doctor scene is so good that I wanted that second one to have some kind of, like, payoff. Because all the other character yes. scenes have
1: payoffs. Instead of him just like, you obviously have something bad. Go home and don't touch anyone. <laughs> like Even the mom has a payoff. You know that is hilarious. By the way, when the she brings the dude and oh
0: yeah, yeah. So she <laughs> thinks her daughter is like you know we mentioned that she's like thinks she's on drugs. So she's like she thinks her daughter is like all strung out on drugs. She thinks she's she's gone back. She's, she comes back in the house. She's like, oh, my God, are you drinking? And, uh, you know, her mom brings over her psychiatrist or her... I was thinking it was, like, a psychiatrist. And her, and her mom have this argument. And, of course, the doctor's all like, oh, we just, we're we here to help you. That's what we want to do. We want to help you. And, and she takes her sunglasses off and just like... And she does this sort of, like, zombie snarl... Yeah, I wish she. I forget what she screams. Or she screams something at him Shut too. Shut your mouth! No, you listen to me. Well, then talk, Samantha. Tell us what's wrong. You want to know what's wrong? Fine. Here! Oh. Oh. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> yeah, and, and he leaves. goes. <laughs> it's not like I'm sorry, and then he consoles the no. mom. He's just like, I'm sorry. I'm not dealing with this. I'm sorry, I'm Audi 5000. Good day. Good day, sir. I have a no-white-eye-zombie-bitch clause in my contract.
0: <laughs> yeah, the dude's out, man. He's, he's not fucking around whatsoever at all.
1: I, that was one of the things I liked about the movie. Is I, I liked those little comedy moments. Like, I might have sold that guy roofies.
0: Well, that's one thing that was good about the film. I like, I like the concept. The concept was really strong. Yeah, but ha- like just realizing, like, yeah, this is kind of this is a little silly. We're gonna take it as seriously as we can, but we're gonna let the audience know we're having fun too.
1: I kept wanting
0: her as like
1: to progress the story to find out like what was going on to go to the police and get that backstory that. Oh, I thought we were gonna get that. But sure. I'm glad it did not
0: happen. I thought the last third of the movie was gonna be that because they kept they keep, they keep mention- mentioning that the guy at the party. Yeah. Um, this BJ. BJ guy. Yeah. They keep the cops are looking for him. This the Alice character keeps keeps calling our main character Sam, telling her, Oh yeah, these cops are looking for this guy. These cops are looking for this dude. And I kept thinking, and they're like, Oh, you know what? We're gonna get something where it's like, Yeah, he was like some military dude, and he's got some special serum. And I was like, Oh, this is gonna. Get-
1: I thought it was gonna be, Oh, we've this guy's been breaking into morgues, fucking corpses for six months. And to me, like, I wanted to know, like, I wanted to know what the cops knew, why are they looking for him, but there's a perfect case of not giving me what I want, and yet, I like what you did better. I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't go there, because... It would have. It would maybe. Maybe it would have got a little bit more predictable at exactly. that point. Exactly.
0: They keep the story very focused on Sam. They yes. never. We never take our eye off her. We are constantly fixed on her, and I. I did think that's very interesting because you get this like. We're with the, the victim that is getting ready to turn into a zombie that we stay with from I we we join her when she's hundred percent human. We leave her when she is hundred percent undead or. Zombie, zombie or whatever you want to call them the walking dead bro well yeah i mean she dies in the car wreck well wait a minute did she die in the car wreck or did she die before and because like the car didn't look that fucked up man right well, she was in the middle of an she, intersection when i said right? she
1: died in the car wreck i assumed that that moment where she's laying her head down and while she's driving is she is dying her physical body is dying soul brain gone zombie body wakes up and attacks at the
0: end. She definitely goes full zombie at the end. Um Yeah, I definitely read it like she she died and she wrecked the car as a result of her dying while driving.
1: Which I thought was a really cool, like... The little story that you would never hear about during Armageddon.
0: The thing... The one thing I didn't like about the very end, though, is like... I, I loved how it ended, but when the mom was there, I didn't feel that payoff because the mom character was never really in the movie for me. She you know what I mean? She was just that character there to help the audience to realize that So you think like attacking a random mom with a child at the end would have been more No, I don't think that would have been better. I just like I felt that emotional distance. I never felt like, Oh my god, you're attacking your parent, you know, like you're com- you know, you know, like you're committing well, that I, atrocity of a crime. I think
1: the mom had been such a distant parent the whole time anyway that... I mean, I you know, I get that Sam had had some hard times and mom has lived through it,
0: and she's a little tired of Sam's shit, but... Well, they also make the mom seem like she's also got some kind of issues of her own. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, she's got an alcohol problem. Sam
0: brings that up. But we don't ever really get to see that. You know what right. I mean? Like, she doesn't feel like a very... I don't want to see... She doesn't feel fleshed out because she does have a lot of... And, she does and, have a lot of screen I, time.
1: And also get what they're doing here. Of You know, part of Sam's problem is that her mom, despite loving her and wanting to help, can't help but push her away just from her personality. But because of that, I mean, like, because of that, I agree with what you're saying. At the end of the film, I don't care that she's killing her mom. Like, there's no, like, holy shit, she's going after her mom. It could have very well just been random chick on the street, and I would have felt the same way.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they were going for that. I don't know if they were, like, <sighs> I, I just didn't feel any com- any any connection at the end at all. I either wanted to be like, yeah, fucking kill your mom, or, like, no, no, she's your mother, don't do that. Like, I wanted one uh, of those two responses at the end, and I didn't I didn't have it.
1: Yeah, I wonder if that's what maybe they were going for is the, Yeah, kill the bitchy mom.
0: Yeah. But maybe
1: she wasn't bitchy enough to make me want that, as opposed to... Because at the time, the mom is screaming, "Baby, it's your mom! Please come to me."
0: I think we're supposed to go that route, but you know, man, I have only seen it once. I I'd have to see it a couple more times to be a hundred percent sure before I can make it. And, and, and
1: just for the record, I do want to see this again. I want to watch it again.
0: Yeah, yeah, I will definitely see this movie again. I thought it was definitely interesting enough. Like I and I am
1: I am way worse about watching movies than you are. You'll probably watch it again and then, like
0: whatever, dude. I Oh, I'll, I'll watch it next year.
1: You know, I don't know. I'm rem- like I'm, Halloween.
0: Like I think it should be. It should the be way it usually Halloween. works
1: for me is if I like something, I'll t- I'll go home and show it to my wife. I'm like, oh, you have to watch this.
0: Yeah, I watch this with my wife, though. So
1: it seemed like a couple of times that you know we're trying to go for the gore, but we didn't really go for it. Go for it. I I know people that will watch it and wish for more gore. I really? I would like to hear his reasons why he did it that way was it was no, it production I mean, I, value or was it a choice was it cuz i like that you know you get the
0: camera tilting toward the toilet but it doesn't quite go in the toilet well the only time i felt like anything was like a choice for any kind of reason outside of like this is my vision the only time i felt like this is cheap this is the reason you're doing it it was when she fell asleep at the wheel and we get the car crash. You know, and
1: even though I did feel like that and was And I didn't
0: feel like that until she woke up and I saw the car and I was like, That car's not even fucked up, man. E-
1: even though I knew <laughs> that, that, that was a enough? even though I knew that was a budgetary thing, I, I still thought it was pretty cool. Like, it was cool. I thought that was a very creative way of of handling car. It was car cool ride. when
0: she's in the car and when she's passing out and they're doing like the the strobe uh camera flicker thing going all crazy well to me it really felt like her mental space exactly like because we're constantly with her and i like that we don't see the car crash outside because she passes out before it i think that's really smart man i think that's really smart but when she wakes up ah man i was just totally like what 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 did she hit that's the thing. I was like, "Where, where are the people? Where's, where's the commotion?" She gets out of the car, and there's and some there's cops. some cops. So it was just it was budgetary reasons, is what I what I, I think for that. And That's whole, the only time I felt that though. My
1: whole point was, and I agree. I I don't. I'm not saying that the gore was left out for budgetary reasons. This movie would have been really easy to go Eli Roth style on,
0: if. Oh, you're yeah. talking about, like, you can go cabin fever you shaving your leg? Yeah,
1: you could have easily, uh. like, the shower scene's a perfect example. I mean, she's washing her hair. You know the hair is fixing to come out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But you could have easily, in this movie, taken it a step further and done some pretty gory stuff that they did not do. Yeah. Um, I would like to, you know, just talk to the screenwriter. I would ask, like, well, what made you choose to, like, not go Eli Roth and go more, you
0: know, mature? Well, that's why right there. And yeah, I did. You just just answered your own fucking question. You know why? Because he didn't want to be Eli Roth, because he wanted to be taken seriously. And I would say that I mean, I can have a bold choice, but he he had faith in his characters.
1: Right. I mean, I'm agreeing that I liked his decision in it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, But I mean, I can appreciate an Eli Roth shaving cream. Oh, 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 that's
0: the worst scene in that movie, dude, when she's shaving her legs. Oh, no. The worst scene is when he's
1: fingering her and you hear that
0: wet. I can. No, you know what? That's not so bad because that's just. When she's shaving her legs, though, it's just like. How do you not know your skin's fucked up like that and bleeding? And you're like, your skin's falling off your leg, honey. Like, why are you shaving it? You're just helping the situation. You, I mean, you're, you're just hurting it for you. And you're that, helping
1: the disease. I remember the first time I saw that movie, I was oh. like,
0: why the fuck is she
1: in there shaving her legs while everybody's, like, <sighs> rotting around her? Oh. Although, I mean, I... Because she was the hottest chick there, and she's like, I gotta keep up appearances, bitch. I, I, when that movie came out, I was like... <laughs> Everybody I knew was just bad mouthing
0: it. I loved it. I thought it was really a lot of fun. everyone was bad mouthing that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, I actually saw that by myself in the theater. My wife was straight up like, "No, I'm like, no, that's I'm not going to see that with you. That's the no sir." I went and <laughs> saw it
1: with Rusty, and we left. We loved it. We were like, "Oh, this is great! It's so yeah. much fun!" And then you know, the next thing we're online, and it's like, "Oh, it's a piece of shit." And man, crazy. I did not hate you,
0: like Ralph. I know a lot of people that hate really hate that guy. Just fucking hate Eli Roth. I don't get that, man. I don't either. You know, it's like I actually think his worst movie is the first Hostel. I actually like Hostel two more than. Oh really? Yeah. You know what? Let's not get into that because I want to cover. I definitely want to cover the Hostel films. I definitely want to go give my thoughts and opinions on Hostel one and two. Those are interesting films. we'll,
1: We'll back out of this.
0: Yeah, let's, Eli let's, Roth yeah, let's, conversation. Let's, let's with, save Eli Roth I'm, for another game. I'm
1: interested day. in seeing Green Inferno. I'm, I can't wait to see it. And dude, when I, the
0: fuck is that ever coming out, man? And I,
1: I'm with you. I don't understand the hatred of Eli Roth. It, it's to me, he's kind of like you know, he's that special brand of coffee that you either like or you don't like. But I think he's like the Zack Snyder of horror movies. There's, there's no, yeah, mm-hmm. he's there's no reason to just like hate on him. If you don't like his movies, just don't watch mean, But shut the fuck up and don't get online and badmouth the guy. Straight up hate. Online, you
0: get... I mean, when Live Animals came
1: out, I I read reviews of people...
0: Hold the fuck up, man. I just realized... uh, We gotta back up. Our our listeners don't even... Okay, so we introduced ourselves in the beginning of the show. I'm Brian. This is Jeremy over here talking to you. Mr. Jeremy is Jeremy Benson, director of... uh, Live Animals, a horror film. Uh it was on Netflix Is it still on Netflix. It was on Netflix. Uh last I think year. they I think they pulled it from Netflix. They pulled it from Netflix. So you can still, still out get, on DVD. You can still stuff. get the disc on Netflix yeah. and stuff. So you can so there's look, there's no reason you can't see this film. Go to iTunes. You can you can check it out. There's a digital copy. Whatever. Uh you can check this out. Cheap. We made it cheap. Before
1: you go. I mean, just remember cheap.
0: But, it, this hey man, leads right into... Ty West made his freaking Have you seen The Roost? No. It was I, ha- I actually have that on DVD. Okay, we'll review The Roost sometime. I'm a big, big, big Ty West fan.
1: And I, I told Ty I would watch it, too, when I when I met him. I was like, I want to watch The Roost.
0: Yeah, we... Okay, we have met Ty West. I will say that. That's how cool we are, right? Okay. Um. <laughs> Everyone's like, who the fuck is that? House of the Devil. Uh,
1: quick plug. Yeah. Our, our new film, Girl in Woods, is almost done. Uh, follow it on Twitter for all the new. Is Girl it on Twitter?
0: Woods. Yeah. Girl in Woods is on Twitter? At Girl in Woods, yeah. Oh, man. And Facebook. Dude. Oh, well, what's, what's the website? Give us all the information and shit. Tell people how to find out about this shit.
1: Uh, girlinwoods.com. Uh, go to Girlinwoods.com. You can get the Twitter link, trailer. Facebook information. Well,
0: if you're going to promote it, at starring, least tell these at least tell people what it is, man. Starring just- Chris
1: McCarpenter, Juliet Reeves, Jeremy London from Mallrats, Party of Five. Uh, go to the website, check it out. We're not here to talk about Girl in Woods. We're here to talk about what we're here to talk about. How this whole like introduction of past work came up was I mentioned when Live Animals came out. I mean, you know, I read reviews online, and these are user reviews of you know some people love the film and other people hate it and the hate would be like i hope this guy dies this guy owes me 2 hours of my life i want to rip his lungs out you had mentioned there's there's really no need for all out hate other than prometheus i would i would add indiana jones and the crystal skull to that but Oh, um, and this, got Harrison
0: Ford in it. You can't, you can't hate a film that Harrison
1: Ford in it. You I, can't, I yeah. ooh, yes, I can. The platform of being able to go on and just straight up spew hate about about movies has has gotten a little out of hand online. I think it's always been out of hand online. But I also think that, like, because I mean, personally, I, I kind of have to. I kind of
0: distance myself from it because well, you got to take the good with the bad. Like here's the thing: like you get haters and you get people that overpraise shit. Right. I think most people are in a are in a middle. And you know, but there's I a film appre- that comes out that just personally it pisses you off for whatever reason. There's something that happens where it's work related. Well, that's the, that's or the power like of that. film is that when it affects you on such a level that
1: you feel personally obligated to go online and call for someone's death. I can appreciate a, a bad or a mediocre review just as much as I can appreciate a good one, as long as it's honest. One of the, my favorite reviews for for live animals was, an, you know, it was a fairly not good review. Um, but the guy that wrote the review was being honest. And I even emailed him after I read it. And I was like, hey, I, you know, I disagree with some of your insights. Um, here's what we were going for but i appreciate the way you approach this review and what this guy say oh we ended up talking for a while like we emailed back and forth for a couple of weeks about just other movies and i find the hate the the hate section of the internet inter- interesting i remember before uh batman the dark knight rises came out and you had people hating i mean just vividly hating this movie before it even hit the theaters
0: I'm not going to lie to you guys. Let's go ahead and just, let's be honest right now. If you guys hate Christopher Nolan, just turn this podcast off. Because we love Christopher Nolan here. I love those Batman movies, and they're fucking amazing. This guy's a genius. And I'll have the mop cleaning up the amount of
1: cum that he's leaving on the floor while talking about said Batman movies.
0: That may be true, but that doesn't change the fact that they're fucking awesome.
1: We'll still have to discuss
0: Interstellar. Because we will have discussed Interstellar, but that you know what? But B- that doesn't those... If we do nothing else, we're discussing Interstellar, Man of Steel, Prometheus. These you are know, films I, that we have I, to discuss.
1: I, I, I'm sort of coming back around to your 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 take on Man of Steel. I'm i I'm back to the the topic I've been trying to bring up. All right. Um. You have you know people vividly hating this movie before it even hits hits the theaters. It's they hate the Dark Knight. Right, it's a piece of shit. Why would anybody go see it? Was this is Batman. You, you're hearing the same stuff coming out about Batman versus Superman. There's the whole like, and and I have to admit, like when that came out, I was I was a little shocked. Ben Affleck is Batman, really? Yeah, I was too. But but you know he's
0: been on a roll lately. But I didn't hate on it. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually pretty on board for it. The
1: the the idea is that basically I just wish people would give movies a shot before they spew their hate. And most of the time it's from people that have no idea what they're talking about anyway. You know, they've never gone out and made a movie. They don't know what it's like to uh, be on set one day and the script says one thing and it's fucking raining and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Well, yeah, a lot of people don't realize that when you're you're making a movie It's just like you can't I mean like even when you have hundreds of millions of dollars, you yeah. can't you can't get everything you want exactly hundred percent perfect.
1: Even Michael Bay films I'm gonna give credit where credit's due. He may not his stories may not make sense, but god, he makes them pretty. One of the things that when we first met that gave me a lot of respect you for you right off the bat. Was I don't remember what movie it was, but we had all gone and seen a movie. It was like four of us went to see a movie, and a couple, I think Shelton or somebody, was bashing it like this sucked. And you immediately like stood up for like the screenwriter, and you you called out whose jobs they they did their jobs right. This person dropped the ball.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you can't. And you know, I was like,
1: you know, I'm glad somebody else is like not just gonna shit on the movie because one actor wasn't doing a good job or because unless you're like Robert Zemeckis and
0: you can be like you know what Eric Stoltz is not working for Back to the Future get me Michael J. Fox Unless you got that kind of money and a Steven Spielberg executive producing your project, you don't get that chance, man. You don't get that luxury, you know? You shoot, you, sh- you shot for like three or four days and you realize like, you know, it's like after day two, you're like, yeah, hey, this isn't going to work out. Guess what? You're in day two. There ain't no money to reshoot the shit that you shot on those two days. There's no
1: time machine of going back. You're figuring
0: out now yeah. how to make this shit work. Yeah, and you got to make, you got to make the best you can with what you have. That's but the thing. Man. I would love to be able to. to that. A
1: lot of you know, of course, with Girl in Woods, we we had a much bigger budget than we had ever gotten to work with before. So, you know, baby steps. There, there was you know new challenges for you know everybody that was stepping up. What I'm talking about is that niche group, that niche group of people that we're gonna. I'm gonna call them the haters. The ones that are, they don't just go on and say, Man of Steel, I thought it was boring. I don't like the structure of it. Those are opinions that can honestly be discussed. I'm talking about the ones that go on and go, Zack Snyder should have his head cut off because of what he fucking did to Superman. And
0: this movie is a piece of shit. Oh, look, dude, I hate i hate Prometheus, but I don't want really Scott to die. I'm like, you know, he's made great fucking movies before. Well, I don't. don't,
1: Now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna defend the haters. I don't think they honestly want the filmmakers to die. I think they want them to, to, to suffer, and then come back and do something better.
0: Vincent, I think we're about, uh, about at our moment here. Uh, Back to contracted. Contracted. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, let's do an IMDb. Let me see the IMDb rating here is a five point two currently. Meta scored on here is a whopping 48 out of 100. You know what? Let's just do out of 10. Contracted. What would you rate it? Personally, uh, I would give it a 6.5. 6.5? 6. Right, I, I think I'd think give it a 7. I'm a big fan of zombies. I thought it was really interesting seeing that zombie, the victim, you know, like the person that's actually getting turned. And uh, seeing that progression as they turned to a zombie, I thought it was really interesting. That was something kind of unique that you don't get to see a lot. Um, and I liked how they made it into like bar- body horror. I'm a big David Cronenberg fan. Big David Cronenberg fan. And they played up that uh, those aspects a lot. I feel like the director is definitely seen The Fly. Yeah, I definitely feel like he channeled that a little bit. But made something a little bit of his own. But still keeping in that Romero you know cuz you're going to do a zombie movie i mean you know you can't discard Romero like that's that's zombie 101 that's the textbook you well, can not go I'll, away from that
1: one day i want to have a zombie discussion with you my 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 final thoughts final thoughts on the film uh i would, I would say 6.5 overall i i really enjoyed it i thought it was um it was entertaining. It was something different. I liked that he kept it small and didn't try to expand it. Like like we said earlier, he didn't take it into the police department and the news and uh, she wasn't, you know, even though it felt a little awkward that she didn't get sent to the ER and quarantined, it was nice to not have that. It was nice to keep it within the group of friends. I did feel like, script-wise, there was a couple of things that knocked me out of it for just a second, but Nothing that I wouldn't recommend. I would recommend it to anybody that likes horror films. It's not one I would recommend to non horror film fans. And, you know, know, there's some that you watch and you're like, this is just fun. I would recommend this to anybody. This one's, you know, I would definitely only aim it toward horror fans.
0: Yeah, because the comedy in it is a little black. It's
1: a little, this has got a little
0: black humor in it. I mean, it's not, I I enjoyed. Laugh out loud funny.
1: I enjoyed the hidden comedy. I enjoyed. Uh, overall I enjoyed what he did some of the pacing I thought was a hair slow but that was just personal mm. I may have been tired um,
0: but overall yeah I would give you know, two thumbs up so there you have it ladies and gentlemen the movie crew podcast Jeremy and Brian we recommend <sighs> contracted gets a thumbs up from us if you guys Preferenced, if you're a horror fan yeah if you're a horror fan I think if you're not a hard watch fan, it,
1: enjoy it. Know that you're not getting Silence of the Lambs, but yeah, you won't not, regret it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean it's a it's a thinking movie. It's, I think it's a little bit more of a character piece than your normal normal average horror film. Yeah, and like we said, we both agreed that that yeah. was good. Yeah, I think that definitely I wish was good.
1: I wish the the big release factory of you know Lionsgate and all them. Guys, I wish they would spend a little bit more time putting out.
0: Some more character. Yeah, it's not, it's not it's not a jump scare thing. You know, and that that's something, man, I really appreciate because I feel like that's all they yeah. released in the theaters, jump scares. And
1: it, it's it's I'm I'm, really I'm a little done anymore. with jump scares. And you know, I mean, we've had this conversation privately. I have a lot of faith in the horror fans. That, oh yeah, absolutely. That they'll you know, they want different stuff, they'll accept different stuff as long as it's taken seriously and presented nicely. Um agreed. So, in that vein, yeah, I think Contracted is a good recommend, and I wish bigger studios would see something like that and follow the lead instead of, oh, The Conjuring made dick shit tons of money, and so now we're just going to make everything look like The Conjuring.
0: Yeah, now we're going to make 50,000 ghost movies. Right. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that, man. Definitely with you on that. So you guys can uh, contact us. You can give us feedback. You want to <laughs> drop us a line. Whatever you want. You can contact us. Our email address is themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's crew. That's C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end. At gmail.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail. We'll play your voicemail on the show. Don't be too harsh on us. Don't call us a bunch of dumbasses. That'll make us cry. That phone number is 323-539-8661. All right, guys. Until next time, this is Movie Crew Podcast. Later.